This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Happy Friday. Ooh, it's a holiday weekend. This is so exciting. It was a really quick drive to work today. No traffic. It was great. Am I right? No traffic out there. Yeah, it was great. Everybody's waiting so strongly. They're waiting for their their big trip. Yeah. Which they might weekend. be leaving for any minute. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe they were waiting for the rush hour to chill out. And for that, we thank you. I am getting treated as such a handyman now. Ever since I made my own lawn striping kit for my lawnmower, I was just asked by our boss, damsel in distress, uh, to get up and unscrew a light bulb. Mm. And I'm going to have to screw that light bulb back in because the thing I told her that it would do for the overall light in the room, it did not do. Mm -hmm. Uh, But still, it is really, it's a cool part of my career to be viewed in this way. I should start a handyman show. What am I doing? Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? I do. Is the beat. Madonna's still really sick. Oh, man. She is recovering at home following a serious hospitalization. Uh, If you hadn't heard, she spent, uh, I think she spent. At least a day or two in the ICU because she had a serious bacterial infection from what we're hearing. She's home. She's she's feeling better, but I guess she's just really puking a lot. Jeez. Okay. Um, we don't know how she developed this infection. Mike, I'm sure you've got your tinfoil hat on right now going, <laughs> infection. <laughs> right. I leave that for the, the next show. Yeah. I put it on then. She's been part of a blind item that the insinuation is that it was a drug overdose. Oh, there's been a running theory that uh, leading up to this uh, show, she's been overdoing things a little bit and relying on some drugs to help Mm. cope with that. And then that it led up to this again. I hate bringing those up, especially when it's a medical situation like this, because it's most likely true. And then you just kind of insult the person for something that they're not doing. So we're not going to say that. Well, they, they're also, the word on the street is, is it, that she's been working really, really hard on her tour. You know, and she's in her 60s, and that's that takes a huge toll on your body when you're exerting yourself to that degree. And, right. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who Maybe know? she needed some, you know, pain management, whatever. Listen... Just getting out of bed in the morning some days, it's like, wow, what was I doing with my legs yesterday? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Oh. And isn't it a bummer when you walk it back and you can't figure out anything that you were doing yeah, with your like, legs? Yeah, you're like, I wasn't doing anything other than uh, existing. Bunch of standing. I sat a few times. Right. <laughs> Couldn't have been that. <laughs> I drove in my car. Hmm. How about the day after yard work? I mean, they may oh. as well just put an IV in you. Seriously. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The butt pain, the squatting. Always sciatic pain uh, involved. Yeah, pain running down your leg. So true. But the satisfaction of a well-taken-care-of property. Yeah. That's not the case for me right now. Anyway, um, you wanted to do this Taylor Swift story yesterday and never got around to it. Yeah, it was funny. They say that Swifties are kind of shocked by how little money Taylor Swift makes when they stream her. And this kind of leads into maybe why people aren't speaking out against Ticketmaster. Let me explain. There's a T-Swift fan who recently plugged her numbers in and uh, using this, uh, there's a Spotify royalties calculator. Oh, you can go to the website soundcamps.com and you can figure out how much your streams are generating for an artist. A T-Swift fan went, plugged her numbers in, was shocked by how little she was contributing, even though she was listening so much. She had streamed Taylor 2,493 times over the past three years, which generated less than $6 in income for Taylor Swift. That number does not factor in record labels, management, and distributors taking their cut. The fan even said she thought all this time that she was kind of helping to pay Taylor's bills. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Another user had streamed Taylor 21,300 times, resulting in about $50 for Taylor. Not even enough to buy a hoodie from her own website. (laughs) Now, it should be noted that these numbers were based on international averages. You can calculate the income by country. And when the second fan ran her numbers in the U.S. alone, it was about 75 bucks, meaning 21,000 streams equal $75 for the artist. But the interesting sort of takeaway from... No matter if you're doing the math internationally or here in the United States, streaming does not seem to add up in a really meaningful way for most artists. That's why they tour. And they say it's also maybe no wonder why uh, Ticketmaster gets away with charging all this money for all these tickets. And so few artists speak out against it. Might it be because they're like, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Right. Because we cannot rely on streaming. And you got to believe there are managers who are saying, shh, we say nothing here. This thing, they'll figure it out. Ticketmaster will figure it out. But we will not rock the boat here. Right. Because concerts are where, that's where we pay our bills. That's exactly where they make their money. Merchandise, ticket sales. Yeah. But I, I do think that they're, don't. I feel like artists make a deal with a record company. They get paid like an advance and you're going to give us three albums. And then they get their money back. I mean, it can't be this way. They got to get their money back through touring. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a thing. We don't know. I guess we could have maybe researched it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really, Donna? <laughs> Like we do this hey, full time. I know, right? Anyway, um, yeah, that's not a lot of money at all. 
What is the story about Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood? It, it was it's kind of a non-story, but Kelly Clarkson is denying any rumors floating around that she and Carrie Underwood hate each other. She was on uh, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and they were taking questions from fans, of course. Somebody brought up the rumor, and then she joked that she and Carrie aren't even close enough to have bad blood. She said, we don't even know each other well enough to be pitted against each other. Literally, we've run into each other a handful of times. There's no beef. But they say it was kind of funny because it turned out Kelly kind of jumped the gun on what the question was going to be. The fan wasn't even asking about that. They are just sort of like addressing it to set up the back half of their question. But she just mentioned it to ask if having Carrie as a guest on her talk show was fun. Carrie was a virtual guest during the pandemic in 2020. Hey, Kelly. So was Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> Kelly said it was great, but she'd love to have her there in person sometime. You know what I'd like? Thanks for asking. Did I just get a little bit of the twang come out there? I didn't mean that. Hmm. I'd like to see a Carrie Underwood, Kelly Clarkson do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Not do it. No, I'm sorry. No. Like oh, it. no. I, I, that's because I was like, messing around. No. Do it. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> see, this is where I'm trying to do a country accent. Kind of got the best of me. I would like to see them do it. That would be good. That would be really good. We've seen Kelly and Pink before. Yeah. They, I, oh, they so sounded so good. good. And Kelly oh. doesn't over sing. You know what I mean? Like she's always generous to whoever she's singing with. Yeah. It doesn't turn into a runoff, a vocal right. runoff. She's just, she has really great control of her voice. Yeah. And Carrie has a really great range. That'd be fun. It'd be really fun. Thanks, Steve. You got it, Donna. All right, Um, we gotta go. We shall. When we come back, we have a little bit of food news for you, my friends. There is an ingredient in your Diet Coke that, and in a bunch of other things, that is about to get a really bad classification. Will it keep you from enjoying it? I'll tell you what it is when we return. Food news next on Donna and Steve. Or app. Hey, what's up? Stevie Boy for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Are you looking for just an outstanding night out with a group of friends, maybe a summertime date night? Check out all the great things going on at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Now, uh, I, I I need to call I need to call them today. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be out there next week, finally getting to see the show. Don already got to see it. I can't wait to see it. The, the show I'm talking about on the main stage, Jersey Boys. It's here. It's just so much fun. This is the story of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. All of the songs that you know and you love, Oh, What a Night, Sherry, Ragdoll, Working My Way Back to You. Oh, it's such a great song. Uh, You get the stories behind those, and then you get to enjoy. You get to kind of sing your way through that night. Chan also happens to be known for its concert series. Coming up are tributes to Gladys Knight, Billy and Elton, Lou Rawls, Vintage Cruise with Kenny Loggins, and more. And if you need a laugh, we all do. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. Just the ticket, which, by the way, those tickets start at $28. Visit ChanHassonDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Good morning. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and we got food news. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Well, not sure if you're going to like what I have to share with you today, but... I am duty-bound to share it. Aspartame. Mm-hmm. Ever heard of it? Mm. Carcinogen. It's to be named now, not before. Now, this is a new thing. It is about to be named a possible cancer causer. Didn't previously have that designation. This is in... It's going to be labeled as 
possibly carcinogenic next month when the World Health Organization releases two reviews of aspartame. Mm. The report on aspartame, getting this story from the Morning Brew, found not only in most diet sodas, but also in teas as well, Mm. chewing gums, yogurts, and Mrs. Butterworth's sugar-free syrup. That's random. Is expected on July 14th from the World Health Organization's International Agency for Research on Cancer alongside a second World Health Organization Committee's new recommendation on dosing, which has not yet been revealed. Until now, it's been widely accepted that someone would have to drink between 12 and 36 cans of diet soda to be at risk of that being a possible cancer cause. Wait, 12 and 36 cans? Per day? That's what it seems to be implying. So in short, prior to now, they thought, okay, maybe aspartame isn't great, but it's in such small doses that they'd have to be housing it for it to have a negative effect as a potential carcinogenic. But many items on the World Health Organization's possible carcinogenic list are still common in daily life. Mobile phones, possibly carcinogenic. Carpentry, possibly carcinogenic, and putting baby powder on your possibly carcinogenic. You're downstairs. You're down, down. Your basement. Your body basement. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I just figure that out? Oh, that's a new fun way to say it. Thank you, Donna, for getting me to think that way by saying you're downstairs. Could have done without the pointing. <laughs> but wow. Um, anyway, the uh, the folks behind this, the International Agency for Research on Cancer, they've been criticized in the past for stirring up confusion when releasing new classifications, like when it added processed meats to the carcinogenic category, um, which is the worst one, not even possibly carcinogenic, but carcinogenic. Uh, and it inspired a bunch of cold cuts is the new smoking kind of headlines back then. So not everybody is down with this group. And they're like, guys, let's let's be careful about how we disseminate this information to the public. Groups representing products containing aspartame are already calling the classification misleading and panicking over how this might sway consumers to change their habits or potentially sue companies. Sue me, Susie! Diet Pepsi is sitting pretty. Why? Diet Pepsi ditched aspartame in 2020. So they don't have a care in the world today. Say that again. Diet Pepsi ditched aspartame in 2020. What do they use now? Miguel? (laughs) Could you effort that for us? Yeah, I wonder if maybe it's like... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Gay Stevia? Okay. You know... What is it, Queen? It really... It's really bothersome that this had gotten approval from the FDA. It sounds like there needed to be a lot more research. I have news for everyone. If you just go out, watch a couple food documentaries. Pick them. I don't care which ones. Just watch them. You will find out that, and I hate to say this, but the, the governing boards and the powers that be and these groups... I'm not convinced that they always have our best interests in mind. There's mm-hmm. just... They're, it's all about the almighty dollar. The mighty dollar, she Mike's says. got it. There you go. They replaced it with the oh-so-tasty blend of sucralose and ascufluame potassium. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Which, you know what? Combo. Drink water, everybody. <laughs> if you need a mixer, I guess go with those crappy mixed drinks that come in a can that oh, everybody yeah. pretends to like. <laughs> they taste like garbage. <laughs> like which ones are you talking about? I'm not going to say. No, do you mean like the like the ones that um, seltzer drinks. Those Okay, those ones. If you're just trying to save the calories pour your own drink. Just pour some soda with whatever you want to mix it with. They're not cheap. They taste like garbage. Do you mean like the ones... <laughs> What are, what's the popular name? I don't like want to say. Like a White say. Claw, I think. Okay. Uh, I'll say yeah. it. White Claw. Or uh, let's call it uh, 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 Beige Paw. Yeah, there we go. Now we didn't upset okay. anybody. But yeah, I, I can get down with those sometimes. That kind of reminds me of like a Zima or yes. a... Uh, who was it? Was uh, it Bacardi? Did Bacardi have... Zima. There was Bacardi a... Bacardi had some drinks too, I think. I feel like that's not what I'm thinking of. They did, but Smirnoff Ice, maybe that's it. There yeah. you go. Yeah, those are pretty good. Yeah, before there was uh, White Claw and all that, there was Smirnoff Ice. But those are good, probably because they have the fake sugar in them. I, you think if you went back and tried a Smirnoff, absolutely, Mike and I, Mike and Ike's, uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade is really good. Oh yeah, uh, the Hard Iced Teas are really good. The Hard Root Beers. Not oh. your father's root beer? What? Never mm-hmm. heard of that. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you what it tastes like, Donna. Root beer. Or if you want to be annoying about it, root beer. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, Some there's some good ones, but I don't know what the sugar content is. And they're probably higher in calories. But I tell you what, they taste a lot better. All right. All right. Sorry I got you going here. I'm sorry. Anyway, aspartame. Uh, likely to be added to the possibly carcinogenic list. Great. Listen, everything's going to kill you. Okay. The end. Hey, Rocco just sent through a uh, 4th of July ticket offer for Ed Sheeran. What? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. Let me see if I can this email. Uh, It's all off kilter here. It's telling us, do we have an offer here? Uh, 300 level, $25, 100 level plus floor starting at $99. What? What is happening? Celebrate Why is this the 
uh, celebrate the 4th of July with a special ticket deal for Ed Sheeran at U.S. Bank Stadium on Saturday, August 12th. Offer starts Friday, June 30th at 10 a.m. Promo code perfect. Bam. All right. All right. Great. All right. I'm going to leave. We're gonna No, we're going to play a game. Okay. Uh, give us a call. Everybody pump up the music and pump up the clip. Thank you. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Smash that like button. Yes. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to my channel. What's up, guys? Welcome back to my channel. <laughs> you going to say it again? What's up, guys? Welcome back to my channel. Smash that like button. Ring the bell. Let's get to it. Oh, fun. <laughs> An audible bell. Ready to go, to go it's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It is the final College of Pop Culture Knowledge before a little bit of a break. And we're going to go into that break with either a 70 to 68 lead for Donna or a 69-69 very nice tie between the two of them. Let's make it a tie. Let's see what happens and uh, because this will be the last time we play the game prior to the 4th of July, our theme today is the 4th of July. Oh, big fan. And we've got Amy to play along with us. Hey, Hey, Amy. Amy. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, man. Really, really great. Um, what's going on in your day? Like, what made you say, I'm going to call in today? Well, I work from home and I listen to you guys each day. So, oh. I figured I'd try it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for listening all the time. We appreciate that. What line of work are you in that you're uh, working remotely? I'm a medical claims processor. Oh, oh God. Wow. Love you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. I boy. pay bills. Yeah. Hey, that's important. Way to go. We love that. Uh, Donna's been pretty distant during this chit-chat portion, and so I hope that you don't team up with her because she has shown no warmth toward you at all, Amy. I would love it if you and I teamed up. Uh, The topic is 4th of July in pop culture. If I win, I'm an underdog today. We'd be tied going into the 4th of July uh, week off. Would you like to team up with Donna or Stevie Boy? I'm going to go with you, Steve. Woo, All the right. hard sell worked. I'll go get candy. Well, was there any room for me to say anything? Uh, I think I'm set. Okay. All right, Amy. Get out of here, Donna. Amy, we're going to put you on hold as Donna works her way out. Yeah, Donna's pouting. She was a pig. She's very disappointed. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Donna. Wow. Go drink your collagen. She's walking around with just dark water. She says <laughs> there's collagen in it. I don't know if there is or not. <laughs> Looks nasty. All right, you ready to do this? Ready. Again, July 4th is our category today. Let's get it started with this one. In a wild and eerie coincidence, two former presidents passed away on July 4th, 1826, exactly 50 years after the Declaration of Independence was adopted. Five years later, another joined that list. Name any of the three. Thomas Jefferson. Born Stephen Grant Rogers on July 4th, 1918. The most popular version of this fictional hero is now past his title and his vibranium steel, uh, vibranium shield onto his buddy. Thank you. Uh, 77th on the Rolling Stones list of 100 greatest song titles, greatest songs list. Number two on the CMT 100 greatest music videos in country music. Independence Day was a hit song for this Kansas born country artist. Oh, man. Independence Day, the song. Oh, is that Kenny Chesney? 
I'll give you one more second because I stumbled over. No, I, I guess. Nothing. Okay. I'll, I'll um, Amy, he uh, had some answers for the first couple and then kind of reluctantly said Kenny Chesney at the end. What are your thoughts? Did you hear the questions? Yep, I did. Um, me... I, I agree with um, the first two. I'll read the third um, one for sure you. I'm not sure about one. the third one either. I'll read it for you one more time. 77th on the Rolling Stone 100 Greatest Songs, Greatest Country Songs list, and number two on the CMT 100 Greatest Music Videos list, Independence Day was a hit song for this Kansas-born country artist. Country? Yep. I was going to say Bruce Springsteen, but... Uh... I don't know. Kenny Chesney, will stick with that. Oh, it's all good. Come so, on, Donna. Steve, uh, we'll stick with that one. We'll put uh, the color back on hold. Oh, man. I don't know. How'd that go? <laughs> I think two out of three. But you, yeah, you're right. automatically going to get one of these, so I could be in trouble. I could be in trouble. Ready. Let's do it then again. Fourth of July trivia is our theme today. Let's get it started with this one. In an eerie and wild coincidence, two former presidents passed away on July 4th, 1826, exactly 50 years after the Declaration of Independence was adopted. Five years later, another joined the group. Name any of the three. Ronald Reagan. Born Stephen Grant Rogers on July 4th, 1918, the most popular version of this fictional hero has now passed his title and his vibranium steel shield onto his buddy Sam. Pass. 77th on Rolling Stone, 100 Greatest Country Songs, and number two on the CMT 100 Greatest Music Videos list, Independence Day was a hit song for this Kansas-born country artist. Martina McBride. Son of a gun. Second one. Um, uh, born Stephen Grant Rogers on July 4th, 1918. The most popular version of this fictional hero has now passed his title. Paul Revere. All right. I mean, let me just say, I want I want the world to hear me. Donna's answer to number one, if I heard it correctly is one of my favorite answers <laughs> ever. It's I was a, like, I'm just going to name a dead president. I don't know. Mike, can you please reread the entire <laughs> first question? It's a pretty good answer. Yeah, we're going to start with this one. In a wild and eerie coincidence, two former presidents passed away on July 4th, 1826, <laughs> exactly 50 years after the Declaration of Independence was adopted. Five years later, another joined the group. And, <laughs> and uh, you can name any of the three. Steve said Thomas Jefferson. I Donna... Said- Said a dude who hasn't been born for another hundred years or so. I have to tell you, I could not do any math with that timer going. I'm just like, blah, 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 dead president Ronald Reagan, go. So uh, (laughs) James Monroe was the one who passed away in, in 19, or excuse me, in 1831. John Adams passed away on July 4th, 1826, just hours before. Thomas Jefferson Let's passed away on the go. same exact day. Oh, my God. Thomas Jefferson, uh, I correct. I Wow. I, that's good. Good job. Okay, I feel good about that one. That All right, we'll go on to the third one. I was between uh, Thomas Jefferson and Bill Clinton, and I was like, and I, I ended up going TJ. 77th on the Rolling Stone 100 Greatest Country Songs list and number two on the CMT 100 Greatest Music Videos Ever Country Music list. Uh, Independence Day was the hit song from this Kansas-born country artist, of course, that is Martina McBride. Yeah, let freedom ring. Martina. I said Kenny Chesney. It's a great song. Oh, not bad. Yeah, and Independence Day has nothing to do with really celebrating the 4th of July. 
It's basically about burning her house down with her husband in it. Thank you. She's celebrating her own independence. That's right. There we go. It was her Independence Day. Even though it was also Independence Day. Arson and murder. Yes. Yes. Yep. Wow. Correct. That'll hit different next time. (laughs) Shiver me timbers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And number two. And number two. Born Stephen Grant Rogers on July 4th, 1918. The most popular version of this fictional hero has now passed his title and his vibranium shield onto his buddy Sam. That, of course, is Captain America. Let's go. Nicely done. Let's go. Steve Rogers. Yes, he was just a little darn little dude from Brooklyn. Oh man, I love that first movie when they show the transformation of him as little body to big body. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Uh, Hey, Amy just won. Way to go, Amy! Amy. Yay! Way to go! What's her prize? I forget. Her prize is a T-shirt. Oh, you're gonna love it. People love these. All right, Amy, stay on the line. Uh, you and Mike are going to deepen your relationship in a jiffy when he asks you the very personal question, what's your shirt size? <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Happy 4th, Amy. Thanks. Same to you guys. Yeah. Thanks. Love you. Love you. Thank you for listening. Oh, man. Quick tiebreaker? Yes, please. Yes. All right. If it would have come down to the tiebreaker, simply, who sings this July 4th staple? From the lake. Wow. I think it was slightly. It doesn't matter. Ray Charles. That's, Alabama. Whoa, whoa. We would have to the hills of Tennessee. Steve. Yeah. That is Kenny Rogers. No, it's not. That it's not. It's uh Steve Bob Singer. No, no, it's not. It's not. Why am I doing Lee Greenwood? Thank there you. There we what go. Oh my gosh. That would have been the funniest tiebreaker ever. Too bad we didn't get to it. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Uh, oh, good wow. job, Mike. Thanks. Yeah. That was scary. 69-69 is our tie. Yay. All right. All right. This is good. Good game. Good game. Hey, I don't know if you saw this story. Aw. The very last remaining Twin Cities video store shall be closing today. Oh, that's a bummer. It's so sad. It's the end of an era. It is uh, the uh, store in Robbinsdale. Oh, shoot. What is it called? I think it's Video Universe. And so they're going out of business if you're, you know, interested in buying some DVDs for the cabin. Yeah. You know? Or if you just want to just walk around and bring your kids. Yeah. Yeah. And just be like, look at this. Hmm. Look at that. That's a bummer. VHS, DVD. It's sad, but you know, it's what it is. At the Imagine Theater in Waconia, they have this little corner. And we had, we just saw the Spider-Man movie there the other day. They have this little corner in the lobby. And on it, they have a bunch of VHS cardboard. Oh, uh, Like the boxes, the right, boxes, you right. know, the sleeves. And we were explaining to the kids, like, yeah, you would go. And then you were like, oh, I want to rent the Sandlot. But then you would have to take the box away and hope that one of the two cassettes, VHSs, was still there. Right. And if it was empty behind it, it meant that they did not have it. Otherwise, you would bring up the empty plastic box, and then, like at B and D video, where, where where I grew up in uh, Pittsburgh, they would you'd hand them the empty plastic, and then they would go and find the actual VHS, put it into the plastic. So fun! And then you you could return it. They were either day rentals or two day if you or, That's if you right. rent it on a That's Saturday. Right. They the still weekend. do that with the red box. Oh, you is know, that right? you could have it for an extra night. 
for just a dollar more. Oh, yeah. Super fun. My sister, when she was a teacher, um, used to work in the summer at a video store. So oh, fun. fun. And I used fun. to go to the Blockbuster on Highway 5 over by Kowalski's, mm. heading towards Chanhassen. Oh, okay. I think it's still Eden Prairie over there. I think it's Kowalski's, too. But anyway, ah, oh, such great memories. Yeah. I'm going to go. Kids don't get to experience that. That's a bummer for them. It really is. Uh, let's see here. What, are, what should we get to next? We have a few different things that we could do. I want to know about this Clint Eastwood movie. All right, I'll tell you about that. There's oh. a, There's a... A not-so-new Clint Eastwood movie that is suddenly charting on Netflix. And people are like, what's up with this? So maybe we'll give you a little bit of that. Uh, And then if you missed it, we'll tell you the latest on the Elon Musk-Mark Zuckerberg possible fight. They may have found a place to fight, and you won't believe where. That when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm -hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by TRIA. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit TRIA.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by TRIA. Welcome back to the program. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. You should be a part of Scared Straight programs. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've not done time, but your general temperament and ability to take what feel like good, fun, positive things and to turn <laughs> them on their ear is noteworthy. Okay. So, oh, speaking of which. Exactly. At 11 o'clock today. Didn't even realize I was doing it. Miguel, while you were out in hour one, we determined our who's listening uh, group for today. Prison people. Got it. So, if you... People who work in corrections. Yeah. Crime and punishment. Are you a parole officer? Uh, Maybe you're... A A guard. A a, a, a A warden. warden. Just Uh, arrested and you have your one call. That's right. Um, We we would love to hear that. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's coming up at 11 today. See how that goes. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Anyway, in the meantime... This is a weird thing. Okay. Clint Eastwood's last box office hit is now like a global success on Netflix. It's in this week's global, not just U.S., global Netflix top 10 chart, despite the fact that this movie is almost half a decade old. It's his 2018 movie, The Mule, which Donna was deeply disappointed in because she thought it was about a donkey. Kind of did. It was very good. Oh, you've seen it? You really oh, have? yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars Eastwood as a Korean War veteran, Earl Stone, who gets caught up in the uh, becoming a drug mule for a cartel and then tries to stop his life from spinning out of control. Yeah. <clears throat> he's, he's directed two other movies since then. 
Richard Jewell in 2019. You remember very that? Very good. Very, very good. And uh, 2021's Cry Macho. But Didn't The Mule was his last major hit. Made $178 million at the global wow. box office. That's a lot. It is, yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. But it's number six all of a sudden on Netflix. Um, they say it might be because it just got released on Netflix recently, but there are a bunch of movies that just get released and don't make the global top 10. Do you think Netflix is just lying? I'm thinking maybe. <laughs> we can't see their papers. Right, and they are not showing us their papers. You know, They're just going, yep, this is number six because we want it to be. The uh, the general manager here um, on the on the TV side, he was talking about that recently. How, and I've I hate the minutes watched. I hate minutes watched. It is such a. It's like when you tell me that the sun is 125 million miles, or if you're like you could fit, you know, this many football fields between you and Rhode Island. I'm like, none of this this is not working for me. It's just big stuff that feels confusing. So when they say minutes streamed, I'm like, all right, cool. But how does this really break down in terms of how many people? Viewership, yeah. And so he he was doing an interesting comparison. I don't have it in front of me right now, but saying if you reverse engineer traditional television ratings into minutes streamed or minutes watched, you would have even for... Local news, you would have numbers that if you took every thousands of viewers, all these, you know, tens of thousands of viewers who watch the news, and then if you say, oh, that's an hour long newscast that we have. So now each viewer actually counts as 100 or uh, 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 120 minutes. That's 60 minutes or in an hour, right? That's right, Steve. All right, I'll go with that. 60. You get what I'm saying? You could make it Each be like, oh, look how minutes watch. Yeah, yes. and then you could you could greatly exaggerate or confuse if you just threw in another metric of here's how many minutes we were listened to today. Right. It's too confusing for me. It's got to be an easier way. Mama no likey. Uh, no likey. Thanks. Did you guys see the mule? I didn't see the mule. No. I haven't seen a uh, Clint Eastwood. Uh, I'll. I'll Say these words now. The only Clint Eastwood movie that I've ever seen. I'm going to say it with you on the count of three. It's a quote, right? No. Oh, my bad. Say what you were going to say on three. One, two, three. Get off my lawn. Oh, yeah, that one. No. That was a good one. No, yeah. Well, you think that because that's what you tell the children in your neighborhood. It is true. I'm like, don't ride your bike on my grass. The only Clint Eastwood movie I believe I've seen in its entirety. Three words. Abbreviated. Uh, the initials would be M-D-B. Can you figure it out, Donna? Mm. Mighty Ducks are back. Mighty Ducks are back. That Clint Eastwood classic. Okay, let me think. Um, what's the first word? Look at what Mike's doing. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait. Oh, oh, yes. With um. Don't look it up, Donna. No, no, put no, your no, mouse no. down. I was gonna put okay. my camera I'm on sorry. mic. I'm sorry. Um, it's the um the baby, uh, darling baby, baby darling. Baby, Keep going. Baby. Nobody tell her. Break me off a piece of that applesauce. <laughs> uh, football it's cream. Little baby Undercar. boxer person <laughs> with Hillary Swank. Yes. 
baby. But for a million dollars, we need the title million of the movie. Million dollar baby. Oh, I gave it up. Oh, I didn't yes, even mean to. I didn't mean to do that. Well, oh, darn did. it. That's a great movie. Yeah. Careful where you set the stool. What? Careful where you set the stool in a boxing ring. I don't remember. Okay, so mm-hmm. I believe that is a pretty critical part of the movie when he sets the stool just a little bit early and then she falls back and breaks her neck on it, as I recall. That'll leave a mark. Okay, Donna. All right, sorry. I believe she was paralyzed. Yeah, it was sad. Let's not give the whole movie away. You're, you didn't even watch that movie. Yes, you know I did. nothing about it. Oh my God, it was like in like the late 90s. I think it was in the early 2000s. Okay, same thing. That's a long time ago. That's 23 years ago. Ish. She breaks her neck, right, Mike? I've never seen it. Couldn't tell you. 20 years to uh, next year. It's 2004 it came out. Okay, that's a long time ago for you to quiz me on a very specific detail about a movie. Yes. I think it's the detail in that movie. I think that's the big thing that I, happens I in that movie. I didn't remember the stool. Okay, I didn't remember the stool. She broke her neck. Oh, you're throwing a little white? How much laundry does one woman No, I was in the theater. Oh I God. know, but I bet you bring chores to the theater. You're that lady probably who's never Balancing fully... Balancing my checkbook. <laughs> totally. You got a little spotlight, a little headlamp on. Wow. And I just read a paragraph about how that movie ends. Let's oh, hear it. Just good. read it. Just read it. Are uh, you sure? All right. Spoiler yeah. alert, yeah. everyone. Yeah. If Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. 2004's Million Dollar Baby. So apparently, according to this, after the incident you talk about, she starts having some many, many health issues, undergoes an amputation of an infected leg, and then she asks Frankie to help her move on. Yeah. And he does. Oh, he Kevorkians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Don't mm-hmm like you know, Donna. Well, I know the <laughs> I ending. I don't remember that part. That's the... How do you not remember that? That's I don't remember that part. <laughs> okay. So we both blacked out at different parts of the movie. I remember You're the asking stool. me like the color short she was wearing. I'm like, yeah, she died. No, that's, no but that's a stool. It all happens with the stool. You place the stool, you break your neck, then her life goes off the rails. I didn't remember that Clint Eastwood killed her at the end. Mercenary. Is it time to go? I just wish we anyway. had a cremation thing. Oh, we do have one coming up, but it's for pet <laughs> cremation. Oh. Aw. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, you can watch Clint Eastwood in The Mule on Netflix. It's a good movie. Uh, Very you, stressful, though. Donna, stressful. you can't say that about... It's you feel that way movie. about every movie. The guy, she he's felt, trying not to get caught. You felt that way about the Mighty Ducks reboot on Disney Plus, first episode? It was a little stressful looking at it from the perspective of the mom. Her kids were going to be embarrassed wearing stupid, like, bad uniforms when all these shiny other teens are coming out with nice embroidery and everything. And then they come out with, like, broomsticks as hockey (laughs) sticks. Just really tough to watch. That was such a great season. That first season of Mighty Ducks was so fun. Second season was good. Not as good, but but still still good. Okay. Now it's going away forever. Okay. You want to give us a quick hit on Kevin Costner's wife? Um. Yeah, he's basically saying she's from another planet and she thinks that he's going to give her $248,000 a month because they did the forensic accounting and the expenses that Christine, his wife, 
uses to justify that quarter million dollar a month are outrageous because one of the things that she lists includes more than $100,000 in cosmetic surgery. Mm. Her own. Oh. There's also thousands of dollars in boutique shopping, huge ATM withdrawals, and other expenses that Kevin's people say have nothing to do with child support. Yeah. Not giving you money for all this stuff that you just want to do for yourself. So, could she fight for spousal support? Would that be a better angle for getting some of those things covered? Sort of the lifestyle that they became accustomed to. He's together? currently giving her fifty-one thousand dollars a month. Oh no, that's for the kids. Um, no, I think I think that's already in the prenup, unless she contests the prenup. Mm. And I think she's was seen out and about leaving town with the kids. That's the latest. Bye. Hey, we're going to come back. We have uh, hour three coming your way. Coming up next, 651-641-1071. Are you a prison person? Call us. (laughs)